Welcome to Bowties in Business, where a fashionable nerd and knowledge meet. Regardless of whether your career is just starting, steady, or stalling, join me and a collection of business and thought leaders who are experts in their field as they share their decades of first-hand real-world experience from the ground floor to the executive suite and every corner of the business world. Thanks for listening today. We appreciate you being here and taking the time. I'm your host, Tim Kubiak. Our topic is essential ideas to make you more successful. Originally, this concept started as sales focus, but we've expanded it to be more inclusive to people in all areas of business and frankly, a little bit in all areas of life. As always, we've added links in the show notes, And on our main website, bowtiesandbusiness.com, you can download the list in a beautiful graphic that's been made for you and share it as you see fit. Use it. Hopefully it inspires you. And as always, there's bonus expanded written content in timkubiak.com. If you like what you hear, please subscribe to us. You can find us on Apple and Google Podcasts and Spotify, along with a host of other podcast applications. You want more information? You want to interact with us? We love that. You can find us at Bowties and Business on Instagram and on Facebook page under that name. And is Bowties and B-I-Z on Twitter. Yep, Bowties and Biz. You can find me personally at TimKubiak.com and on Twitter at TimKubiak. We all go on different journeys in life. If we're lucky and bold enough, we can take new ones throughout our lifetime. Some are professional and some are personal. Recently, a very talented young woman asked what she could do to be more successful. And she asked specifically what I did. I'm happy to share and that's actually why I'm doing this episode. And the important part is success doesn't always look like success, especially in the beginning. Sometimes getting started is the hardest part. And my story is a little bit crazy, actually. The short version is at 24, I had a job that paid $36,000 a year as an assistant manager in a retail lumber outlet. I quit that job, and that was all the money in the world back then, to take a job that paid $18,000 a year. I had a wife and literally a one-month-old baby at home when I did this. Looking at it financially now, it was nuts. I took a 50% pay cut to do something different with three mouths to feed. But what I knew is I love computers. I wanted to work with them. And I knew I couldn't see myself in the career I had at the time. I didn't want to be in that business. There was nothing wrong with it. It was a great business. I could have grown into a fantastic income. But I wanted to work with computers. I saw technology was just really starting to come up and break then. This is the early 90s before everyone had PCs in their homes. No one had dreamt of smartphones yet. So I made the leap. And as part of that, one of my early mentors, a guy named Jack Friedman, saw something in me. And I literally got the job because I could rebuild a Marshall amplifier. But in that case, I did everything to be successful with that. And when I look back in the conversation with the young woman of what I've done to grow in my career over the past nearly 27 years, um, a little bit of soul searching, a little bit of my own journey on this. And the first thing I would tell anyone looking to be successful is define what success is, but define it for you, not for someone else. 
It's easy to look across the cubicle farm or at friends you went to school with or at your cousin and say, wow, they're doing great. But the truth is you have to define success for yourself. Maybe it is to be a CEO or an executive vice president, but maybe it's just to have a job that you like that's a steady paycheck that allows you time to pursue your passions outside of that job. Maybe it's a job that gives you the ability to spend time with your family and with your pets or pursuing whatever pleasure activities you want. Success isn't always financial. It's not about having the biggest house or the fastest car. And I know I personally failed at defining success on non-business terms for decades. I gave up everything to be more successful in business. And sometimes it worked and sometimes it didn't. As you age, that definition of success works. And that changes. And what you wanted at 22 or 30 probably isn't what you want at 45 or 50 and certainly may not be at all what you want at 65 or 70. Success changes over your lifetime. So getting back to how to be more successful Show up early. Don't be late. Show up ready to work. Be ready to work. Have all your things in place. There's an old saying, Lombardi time. If you're not 15 minutes early, you're five minutes late. Live on Lombardi time. But don't walk in the door 15 minutes early. Go to work 15 minutes early. Use that time to do what helps you accomplish the most and get the best results for your day. Stay out of email. Spend the time learning. Spend the time reaching out if you're in sales, making those extra phone calls early in the day when you're fresh and trying to reach customers. Whatever it is for you, but be early, start work early. The next tip I'll say is ask questions. Ask for understanding, ask for clarity, and ask to gain different perspective. You don't have to know everything. Don't have to Google everything. People are experts in their areas. Just look at what you're trying to do. Look at where you're trying to get and ask questions that help you gain true knowledge and true insight. And then that will serve you well throughout your life and your career. The next part is try new things. This is one of the things I love. In my career, there's always younger people and new people that have come into the business from no background at all to just out of university to you know have been in a different industry they bring fresh eyes they bring different energy they bring new perspective it's okay look at the world differently try new things try new things in business find a new activity to try may love it may become a hobby you may hate it not go back for me that was dance class with my wife by the way um you know but we, you know, you have to try it. You have to stretch and grow. And in business, that's how you expand and diversify what you do. It's how you reach new audiences and keep your customers fresh and satisfied and develop new products. On that next step is develop a thick skin. You cannot let other people's comments and negativity and failures stop you happens to everyone don't care who you are no one lives that charmed of a life so learn to move through 
As the saying goes, let the haters hate. Do what you have to do. Don't let it worry you. Again, you're defining success on your own terms and what matters to you. So don't let other people detract from that. Doesn't mean don't listen to critics. Don't take advice and input. Don't have perspective of others. But if people are telling you you can't do it, do it twice as hard. If something hasn't worked, take what you've learned about why it doesn't work. Adjust it. Pursue something else with that knowledge. Retry it from a different perspective. Recover quickly. It's not the fact that something's wrong. It's the thick skin that lets you go, okay, how do I really make this go and come back at it? The next tip is one that my mother would have told me and did in her own way, and that is choose your friends wisely. My mother would always say, if your friends jumped off the Brooklyn Bridge, would you jump too? There's some irony in that. I grew up in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. We had dozens and dozens of bridges everywhere you looked. None of them led to Brooklyn. So why I had to jump off the Brooklyn Bridge with my friends, I never quite understood. I could have jumped off the Fort Pitt Bridge or the Fort Duquesne Bridge, and that would have been a legitimate question, right? We're not jumping off of bridges here, but, you know, all kidding aside, who you surround yourself with is important. The type of people they are. Now, choose people that are great at what they do. Choose people that have amazing passion. They don't all have to be in your industry. Actually, the way I tell my personal story is my business friends I choose because of their abilities and skills in business. My personal friends I often choose because they inspire me. They're artists, they're writers, they are not business people. And I draw from their energy and their creativity and it helps me in my business life. You can have friends in different social sets. You know, you, you can have friends from yoga or meditation or cooking club or book club or whatever. But choose people that are inspiring and motivated, that share common, it doesn't have to be your goal, but share goals. They want to accomplish something. They're working towards something that they have passion and energy. And also, the people that are negative, high drama, and I don't mean on occasion, I mean constantly. Everyone has a day, everyone has a, has a personal problem, and as a friend, we have to be there for them when they do. But you don't need them. Just move on. Leave them behind. Do it politely. Be a decent human being in the process. But cut them out. They just suck the life right out of you. Ask for help. We talked about asking questions. I gave a speech in Morocco in 2019. And the analogy I use there is you wouldn't go to a barber for brain surgery in modern society. There are experts in every field. You've chosen your friends wisely. You're good at asking questions. You can get to an expert more often than not through that. Of course, there's Google and things like that. But I live in a world where referrals are king. I like to do business both personally and professionally with people that I know and trust. And if I can't, I go to the people I know and trust for recommendations. And often that helps get you to the right place. Needing expertise isn't a weakness. Not understanding something or not being able to accomplish something isn't a weakness. We all have different talents. Don't ask them to do your job for you. Don't ask them to make you happy or successful. But it's okay to ask for help along the way. It's okay to get people to pitch in with their time and their talents, whether it's a professional project or otherwise. That's how the world works. And along that same train of thought, the next tip I'll give you is give without 
the expectation of getting anything in return. When people ask you, can you help me with this? Can you get me to that? You know, what do you think of this situation? Give them honest answers. Give them pure feedback. It's okay. Can you let them take over your life? No, you can't. But I've built my entire career on helping people get what they needed and solve their problems. Sometimes it involved things I could do for them and in business, sell to them or support them with services and offers to. And sometimes it's something I can't do. It's not my area of expertise. And there's no shame in that. But I've chosen my friends wisely. I know how to ask questions to get to the root of what they are. And then I work to get them to people that can really solve what they need. The next tip is be yourself. It's so important. Don't be someone else. You've defined success for yourself on your own terms. Be who you are. Be your genuine, authentic self. There's a lot of talk about being authentic. And, and I think it's dead on. You know, I'm most comfortable in a shirt and a sport coat, right? I'm not, I can't wear the Silicon Valley uniform and be comfortable with jeans and a sweatshirt. It's just not me. So I show up in meetings where everybody who's really bright and, you know, does amazing things that I can't begin to imagine, they dress how they're comfortable. I dress how I'm comfortable. It's just who I am, right? I read the things I like to read. I read things that stretch and challenge me. Do the same thing, but do it and be yourself. And the final thing is be confident. There is a fine line between confidence and arrogance. So be careful with it. But you have to believe. You have to believe you're capable. If you don't, no one else will. You have to believe you're capable and good enough even when others don't at times. Doesn't mean don't take guidance and counsel from the smart people you've surrounded yourself with. But you do have to believe. Again, that confidence gives you the ability to accomplish the things you're setting out to do. Thanks again for listening. We hope you've enjoyed this episode. Again, build some additional content. If you go to Bowties and Business, follow the link in the show notes. It'll take you directly to the post. You can download the graphic. And we appreciate your time. We do a monthly mailbag episode so you can get to us through socials if you like by replying to us or at replying to us. And you can always drop us a mail at show at bowtiesandbusiness.com. Thanks again. Have a great and successful day. Thanks again for listening, and we hope you've enjoyed this episode. We put out fresh content every Tuesday. If you like what you heard, please subscribe, tell your friends, and share on your own social media accounts. Want us to see what you have to say? It's a BYOB kind of party. Bring your own bow tie. So hashtag bring your own bow tie. Our listeners are important to us. After all, it's you we create this content for. With that in mind, we're doing a mailbag episode once a quarter. If you have suggestions, ideas, or questions you'd like answered, email us at mailbag at bowtiesandbusiness.com. This show is produced, edited, and researched by Courtney Kubiak with the help of her rescue dogs, Tequila Rose and Rooney.